Hello and welcome to the Riverdale High AV Club. I'm Ezra. And I'm Megan. And we're here to bring you all things Archie. You know you love Archie. You know you need Archie. And you know, you uh, I've been thinking Archie. a lot lately. Yeah. Love and need Archie. That's my favorite TV show, Love, Death, and Archie, where it's just a bunch of animated shorts where they talk about how Archie <laughs> changes the world or whatever. I haven't seen it. For the worse. For the worse. I mean, he only changes it for the worse. That's um, true, yeah. I've been thinking lately a lot about um, just, I don't know, I feel like you can't pick a property that wouldn't be a good Archie Comics crossover. So, like, I've just been thinking a lot about, like, has there been, like, an Archie Gremlins? Because that seems perfect. Like, I there don't know. There must have been. Right. What like, year one did of those the Gremlins movie come out? The 80s. So it was definitely the <laughs> what time year? for the it. The 80s. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know the year. Well, <laughs> should I Google it? <laughs> yeah, fucking Google fucking it. Fucking Google it. Fine. All right. But no, like, imagine, like, an Archie versus Predator style shenanigans where they're, like, shooting Reggie out of, like, the... Dan Parent Illustrated. Know, out of the canon. Yeah. Yeah. So what is the deal with gremlins? You can't feed them after midnight and they can't get wet? Is that how it works? I think that's it, yeah. Uh, 1984. If they get wet, is that when they have babies? Or wait, how, so which one is which? So when they get wet, they like just multiply. Like basically they like... bud. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I think he like spills Asexual water on Gizmo and then like a bunch of little balls of fur fall off of him. And then if you get them wet, then they turn into gremlins. If you feed them after midnight. Or yes, yeah, if you feed them after midnight. So, like, yeah. No, I think maybe, too, that seems like also just an Archie's weird mysteries, where it's like Jughead uh, becomes a gremlin. and what? it's like Jughead becomes a come gremlin? Come on, because it's like the eating after midnight, I feel like there's some... Oh, right? yeah. And, like, he gets wet, and there's just, like, 70 Jugheads running around or something. <laughs> that seems like something. <laughs> So would that be, be like terrifying. Jug Grim, Juglin, Grim Jug, <laughs> Grim Grim Head, <laughs> Veronica's like, Nightmare? Yeah, honestly, just a bunch of Jugheads. I there's definitely a gag in that episode or comic or whatever where he runs into the Lodge household and Gaston is like my worst nightmare or whatever. As uh, mm -hmm. and Gaston, then ten more of him shit. run in. Yeah, exactly. And then Gaston has a heart attack and fucking dies. Yeah, yeah, that's what happens, guys. When you see that many jugheads, you have heart attacks. I mean, when you're Gaston, at least. Yeah, that's true. When y your entire life is dedicated to keeping him from eating your food, it seems like. Yeah. All seems right. like a rough ride for him. It seems like a rough ride for all of the lodge staff. Except for Smithers, yeah. it seems a pretty cushy gig for Smithers. He just seems to right. say, of course, sir, and then throw Archie and out a lot. I was just going to say, it's the throwing teenagers seems like a pretty good job perk. If you can just yeah. do that and not get arrested with it, it's a pretty <laughs> choice. Honestly, though. And, you know, Lodge has got the fucking Riverdale police in his pocket, though. Hmm. Like all rich people. Uh, speaking of the villainy of He probably Mr. has Lodge, his own police force. Of course yeah. he fucking does. Oh, he 100% <laughs> has his like weird stormtroopers. <laughs> like, <laughs> he like presses a button in a vault and the mansion opens up and they all like, oh, we like march out. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> They've got like vaguely Nazi-esque uniforms. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's like a lot of red and black, and it's like, I don't know how I feel about this, Mr. Lodge. Okay. <laughs> Maybe not as villainous as Mr. Lodge, but let's return to the world of, uh, what is it, Archie the Married Life. I gotta yes. come up with a musical sting Archie, for that or something. Archie the Nazi Life. Archie, that's that's just Indiana Jones crossing over with Archie, <laughs> which also, come on, guys. Oh my god, where Archie is mud, the Shia LaBeouf character, that's all. Anyway. Oh my god. This is, what, Archie marries Betty number four, I believe? Uh, so How have we not done, like, 78 of these already? <laughs> I feel also, like we spent so many hours help. talking about them. It doesn't help that everyone is, like, an entire episode of the podcast, so they seem so much longer than they but actually are. But they're so are. repetitive at the same time, because it's, like, kind of the same thing happens <laughs> in both. I love like, to. Like, they both have this, like, jug-headed midge get alone or whatever, which I don't give a fuck about. Oh, well, then you'll be disappointed in in this issue, Megan. No. Uh, I do also need to <laughs> just, say... They just like, go to the loan office and they wait there the whole time. Oh fill out God. some paperwork yeah. together. It's just them in the waiting room of a bank for like an entire issue. <laughs> um, yep. No, yeah, this is, a, this is a pretty repetitive one. I love how often in this comic people will just like state what has happened and what's happening just in case you forgot. Because there's Good. so much going on. God damn it. So we open with Betty being fired by the president of Saks Sixth Avenue. Don't forget now, that. And this is because Mr. Lodge was like, hey, fire Betty. Yeah, and they were like, like, okay. controlling shares of the company and was like, unless if, <laughs> if you want me on the board, you've got to fire Betty. And it's like, do they want you on the board, yeah. dude? Is like, that something that they want? Seem very compelling. Um but yeah, so the dude who basically looks like Howie Mandel, he seems pretty upset. He's like, I've got to go. Um, there's just been some complaints about you. It's like super vague. Cool. At this point, the CFO walks up and Betty is like, yo, Jeff, you're the CFO. What's going on? Which I love that line of being like, you're the chief financial officer. She literally says, what's going on? Um, he's just as stunned. He's like, I don't know, man. Hugo. They fired Betty? My Betty? Not my Betty? Betty. He never said a word to me. And he's even like, I can't imagine what you could have done to deserve this. I'm going to go You're talk to him. He does like an angry face and then he storms off. Uh, he marches off after Mr. Hugo confronts him. He's basically like, yo, how can you, yeah, basically, just like, she's a dedicated, hardworking employee. How can you blast it? I I don't need to explain anything to you. And then he just, like, slams the door into his office, gets all, all pissy. Right. And then in the office, inside the president of the company's office, Mr. Lodge is sitting at his desk. And is like, at the president's desk? I think so. Or I guess he's sitting on the other side of it. Oh, like, okay. In front so, of like, it. behind the desk. That would have been great. <laughs> Just a full power <laughs> I'm like, is he the president now? I don't know. Uh, but he's like, it's done. And Mr. Lodge is like, ah, yes. Now we can talk about that loan that will keep you from bankruptcy. And it's like, yeah, what? or whatever. That's a different thing. I, I know. thought you wanted him to be on the board. I, I I have no fucking clue. Maybe he's like, oh, if I'm on the board, I can 
pay for the business, which uh, we... I don't, I don't know how business works, I guess. <laughs> I know. I guess same. I was like, I didn't think you could use your home money to pay for business things. Uh, yeah. What do I know? Who knows? Uh, over at the Chow House, Ambrose's Chow House, Archie is thrilled to find that the place has transformed in, as he puts it, a mere 11 hours. <laughs> Ambrose, um... Oh, uh, well, and good until the city building inspector shows up, Archie. You're spoiling, Megan. <laughs> the last episode spoiled it. <laughs> that's true, that's true. Um, Ambrose has apparently called in a few favors to... And, like, taken out a few lines of credit with people to make it look... Like, make it look exactly like he wanted inside. There's decorations, there's I'm amazed posters. he could get a line of credit in 11 hours, let alone spend it. Well, do you want to know what he did? Uh, so, he, I guess not full-on line of credit, he has all the furnishings on account because he knows someone from the restaurant supply ah. business. And do you know what he gave this person in exchange for all this furnishings on account? What? His beef stew recipe. Oh. Ambrose's favorite beef stew. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I know. I was like, uh, oh, okay. I guess he's I really got don't very know how good... business works, I guess. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you can just walk on point. down to the building supply company and you're like, hey, I got this beef stew recipe. <laughs> have you... Can I have a restaurant full of furniture? <laughs> can I yeah, have I a restaurant so. full of furniture? Well, this beef stew is so good, I can't say no. <laughs> I have I'm gonna never, make some for my wife. Like, how many fucking times in comics, TV, movies, is there like, I'll give you the recipe to this in exchange for untold riches, and it's like, <laughs> who the fuck? I have never come across a recipe that's so good where I'm like, I must have this beef stew recipe. <laughs> well, it's also like, I feel like even if I had that recipe... Think I'm gonna fucking make that shit? No, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I'm gonna like, be like, God, be I like, should make that beef stew. It was really good. And then I'm gonna buy a fucking pizza. You're gonna look at the ingredients like, too, mm. and it's gonna be like super <laughs> fancy like 79 shit. Seventy nine ingredients. Like, oh god, this is also like a giant like restaurant batch. This is gonna make like forty pounds <laughs> yeah, of stew. You're gonna scale it down. <laughs> yeah, and then it'll be different tasting. Yeah, exactly. And then, like, I'm not a cook, so and you can't it'll be put fine. the heart into it that Ambrose puts in it, man. That's no. what it is. It's the love that he has for his stew. Anyway, um, they're all excited <laughs> about opening night. They're like, "This is gonna fucking rule." Taste the cooking, hear the music. Ah, oh, yeah. And then the door opens, and three people walk in, uh, and we learn that the there's a woman from the New York City Department of Buildings. She goes off to inspect the stage. There is a guy from the Department of Health who goes to check out the kitchen, and one guy from the Department of Consumer Affairs who says they need a license to operate a cabaret. And they're like, this isn't a cabaret, it's a restaurant. Archie's like, it might not be as bad as it looks, and they're like, I don't know about that. It might be as bad as it looks. Literally, the dude what? says, then again, it might, in response to that. Okay. And basically, the stage doesn't meet the building code, so they have to take it apart and rebuild it once they've gotten a permit. The, uh, what is it? They need to get a cabaret license, so they have to fill out the forms, mail them in with a check, and wait three to four months. And they have uh -huh, 22 yeah. separate violations in their kitchen they need to fix before they make any food. And at that, 
everyone That's leaves. just an so unrelated just issue, Ambrose. Ambrose. Damn. Yeah, you've been serving food out of this place for a while, presumably. When is the last time you had a building inspection? I think those are supposed to be periodic. Yeah, I don't know. Like, maybe it's because it's a fucking chow house by the docks. They're just like, it's gonna be bad. If you go yeah, there. Yeah, we don't even want to go in there. If you go to the chow house, I don't know what to tell you, buddy. Cut back to Riverdale, where we see Reggie has taken a job at the Dunkin' Muffin, which seems to be out of town. Not the Dunkin' Muffin! Yeah, it's not the Dunkin' Muffin in town, I guess, because we see oh, like a, a, different Dunkin a Muffin. highway that says Riverdale, 20 miles. There's some, I'm going to be honest, there's some insensitive jokes here that are clearly like fat jokes, making fun of this oh, one character, because she's getting... Yeah, she's getting some muffins that are so sweet, and there's so many calories, so she's like, I'll get the no-calorie sweetener, and it's like, what the fuck is this, Archie Comics? Come on, man. It's not great. They've never been good about Wade. They never have. Uh, yeah. They're like, hey, look at Bridget, a non-traditional <laughs> body type, and she just looks like a normal person. <laughs> yeah. She can sing, so she's useful despite her weight. It's like, whoa, Archie, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, uh, Archie, or I'm sorry, not Archie, Reggie then sees the next person in line is Veronica. She's basically like... Veronica at a Dunkamuffin? Yeah, I don't know what if she must have, like, followed him here or something, because... Again, it's out of town. Like, it's not like she's just driving downtown to get her lattes yeah. or whatever. She's like, what are you doing here? Taking a job at a Dunkamuffin? I'm sorry. <laughs> I do need to say, she literally says, for what in the name of Gucci you think you're doing? Like, she wants an explanation. Um, uh -huh. And he's basically like, hey, man, <laughs> I need another job. I've got rent and bills to pay, or maybe he got fired from Lodge Industries. I don't know. Oh, this is the yeah, timeline what? where he doesn't work at Lodge Industries. That's right. That's in Archie Mary's Veronica. In this oh. one, he was working at like a used car dealership, and he hated it. Yeah, he quit that. Yeah. And then he was working in retail, wasn't he? And he quit... Or, no, maybe he's still working there. Yeah, I can't remember. Remember, because they were like, where are the spark plugs? And he was like, are you serious? Oh, You're standing yeah. at the spark plug sign. I forgot about that whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, because well, he found nothing, out the dude so. had worked there for like 20 years, and he was like, oh, fuck. Oh, no, he did quit that one, yeah. Yeah, he did quit that one. Okay, well, so that's why he's hopping from job to job. Okay. Uh, and then I still Betty, don't understand why Betty. he can't work for Lodge Industries in both. Yeah, I don't know. It. I mean, there's some feelings Hiram has towards Reggie, but it, they seem to be focused fully off of Reggie's relationship to Veronica, so I don't think that's necessarily why. It's weird. Weird. Ron is like working for tips, Reggie, and it's like fuck off, Ron. Whoa, she Veronica. like takes up, picks up the tip jar, and, like shakes it in his face. I, like She's I know like, you were ah, not very classist, but yikes! Come on. And to his credit, Reggie's like, hey man, not all of us were lucky enough to be born rich. She goes, oh, you know, I work. I have a real job. And he's like, yeah, but only because I you- I earned everything I have. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Veronica Lodge, richest girl in the world. Definitely, yeah. And I just Reggie's work just a like, billion times harder than you. You have that job because you want that job. Like, you like to work. You don't have to. And basically, she, I don't- 
there's no good resolution to this scene because he's just angry and he's like, you want you want to place an order? And she's like, sure, give me two vanilla lattes to go and then we'll take them and get out of here. And she like knocks his little hat off. <laughs> like he's oh wearing one of those little like Dunkin' Donuts hats or whatever. Yeah, and she just goes, like, like a little sailor the hat. Back of her. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he's like, oh, Jesus, man, Ronnie, you could get me fired if I hadn't just decided to quit. So I'm like, I'm not sure what happened in the, right there because <laughs> he was like really angry at her, and then she's like, "How about some lattes?" And he's like, "Fuck this job." <laughs> I mean. I get that though. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's like really pissed, and she's like, "Well, fucking serve me then, bitch." And he's like, "Fuck you, no." Yeah, yeah. it's just it's just very funny because he's so cranky, and even when she's like, he's like, "I just quit." He's like, got this like angry face, but like he's smiling, and it's like, what is happening in Reggie's head right <laughs> they now? They like to do the anger smile. They really do the evil smile. Yeah. So. Back at Pops, we see the whole crew, Midge and Pop and Jughead. Uh, Pop is lamenting about the fact he hasn't retired yet. He's like, man, wish I should have moved down to Florida years ago when the economy was doing good. That darn economy. Oh, in this economy. Yeah. Jughead says, I still wouldn't have been able to afford to buy the place. And to which... Not all about you, Jughead. Yeah, and to which Midge says, uh, do you ever stop complaining? And I'm like, I... It is it's, it is true, though. I don't know if he was full-on complaining. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows, man. She's, like, so stoked for this fucking stimulus loan that they're getting married for, which is such <laughs> a good idea. Um... <laughs> Meanwhile. I don't understand why they need to get married still, either. <laughs> I don't either, because they keep being like, the program gives preference to married couples. I'm like, I don't think the program can do that. That seems like <laughs> yeah, discrimination. Seem right. I don't think the government, <laughs> the government who's giving out this loan, I don't think like they can be like, mm, but you're not married. <laughs> like, <laughs> you two are living in sin. Yeah. We're not a couple. We don't live together. In this mm. Christian nation, you... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> no platonic business owners in my yeah, America. That partner better be started off with life, not business. <laughs> like, it's fucking whack. Anyway, so they're so stoked for this marriage loan, at which point Beasley and... <laughs> Beasley and Grundy walk in. Don't forget, they're having a double wedding. <laughs> Damn it, I did forget that. They are having a double wedding. Um, They haven't heard the marriage news, so they're like, I'm sorry, did you just say married? Are they going to have a triple wedding now? (laughs) That would be amazing. A triple wedding. Why don't you just get in on this marriage train? Triple wedding all the way across the sky. Um, And (laughs) (laughs) that's an old meme, kids. Yeah, so they're just like, oh, how wonderful. I, I'm surprised. I didn't know you two were an item. And then they're, and they're both like, like, we're not. You're right. They say that. They're like, oh, we're just friends. It's a business thing. And I'm like, okay, guys. <laughs> um, this is when Jughead says the thing about 
the government giving preference to married applicants. They straight up say <laughs> it. Grundy is like, uh, let me look over that document. It doesn't say that here. <laughs> Where did you read that? Because I'm not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we need an adult to look at this fucking paperwork for <laughs> Seriously. them. Seriously. I know. I don't even think Pop has looked at it. I think it's just God. been Midge and Jughead. So Jughead goes off to get their food, I guess, the usual, as he says. And then while he's gone, Beasley and Grundy are like, uh, are you <laughs> sure about this, Midge? A business marriage? That seems like a bad idea. And then Midge is like, she's, I, I do love it, though, because Beasley's like, yeah, he gets alone and married, but what do you get out of this deal? And she's like, oh, I'm doing a favor for a friend. Doesn't she also own the business with him? Like... She I would also be getting so. a business out of it. I mean, yes, I, that is a good point. That one that they do not make at all. Um, <laughs> but I guess, like, it technically, I don't think she's like. I think she's part of the business only because she like walked in one day and was like, "I have nothing in my life." And Jughead was like, oh "Here's God. a burger," and like that was it. And so I think she's mostly thrown in with Jughead more than the business. Oh, weird. But yeah, so she's like, I'm just doing a favor for a friend. And Beasley is like, weird. Favors driving someone to the airport. This marriage is not a favor. It's a commitment. Thank you, that Beasley. And then Grundy is like, yo, you need to like really think about this. I could have gotten married before. I waited to get married. She's like, I had a bunch of suitors and I was I quite was fond of some babe. of them. Did you watch Riverdale? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was me in a weird time loop. She's like, there are some I could have married and I almost did just for companionship, but I knew that I didn't love them, so I didn't marry them. So think about that. And fucking Midge is like having an existential crisis while Jughead brings back their coffee. And then he's like... <laughs> First of all, he corrects their grammar, which is like, oh, cool, Jughead, walk over to this table of women and correct their grammar. They have um, fucking teachers also. Yeah, I guess that's like the joke, but it sucks. Because, uh, yeah. And then he- Let me, a man, help you with that. <laughs> he makes fun of the fact that he's like, I'll be right back with your cottage cheese and <laughs> fruit plates. And it's like, what the fuck was that, Whoa. I know. It's like, also, did they have to make them eat the oldest person food imaginable? Like cottage and cheese and fruit. Do you want some fruit? prunes to go with that? Mmm. Mm. How about some liver and onions, too? <laughs> Fucking old people. Meanwhile, back in New York, Archie is walking home thinking about how he fucked up everything. He's like, oh shit, I've ruined my own life. I convinced him to turn mm -hmm. it into a club, and now it's falling apart. Uh, he has an interaction with his- He lost his beef stew recipe! <laughs> What's he gonna do without that stew? Like, uh, Archie passes Withers, his mean doorman. Who <laughs> 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 just insults him. <laughs> He's like, he's like, hey Withers, how's it going? And he's like, better than you. At least I'm working. And it's like, oh my dude. god. He's like, and then Archie's so depressed. He's just like, yeah, I guess you win then. And Withers is like, what? No fight wow. from Arch. Anyway, 
uh, Archie heads back up to the fucking apartment. He's like, man, I ruined everything. I ruined Betty's life. I ruined my life. I'm such a fuck up. I ruined Ambrose's life. Can't, I don't know how I'm going to tell her about this. And then he walks in and everyone's having a party. They're friends and- And he wasn't invited. (laughs) Those bastards. No, he walks in and he's like, what's going on? She's like, there's great news. I've been fired. And they're like, a what? And we learned that, uh, if you don't remember, she started acting as kind of a, like, agent for her artist friend. art dealer or whatever, yeah. Yeah, I don't know exactly the title, but- it seems that she's landed her friend a showing at a prestigious gallery, and Betty's like, where, I might add, the commission for one sculpture is an entire month's salary at Saks. And I'm like, okay, Betty, get that shit. Damn, Betty. Right? And Archie's like, fuck yeah, Betty, that rules. And then Betty's like, wait, though. They grab their friend who's, like, a movie person. And she's like, oh, so the guy who was doing the score for my Mr. Justice movie dropped out. Do you want to do it, Archie? And Archie's like, like, he's no, like, no, for some reason. Yeah, I don't want to do that commercial shit. <laughs> um, I only make music for art reasons. Is the plot of the 10 year anniversary, let's not forget, is that he sells out <laughs> or whatever. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, he's like, Ah, uh, hell yeah. And then they smooch, and Betty says, best commission ever, and I hate Him it. Him the friend? <laughs> oh my god, that would be insane. If <laughs> Betty's just like, uh, <laughs> like watching it. So good. So yeah, uh, she's like, so what, yeah, how was your night? How was the prep for the opening of the place? And he's like, uh, there's not gonna be an opening. Probably not tonight, maybe not ever. And he s- tells, you know, every government agency in New York showed up, and shut us down and then uh their don't forget who works for the government is like their "Hmm." secret agent friend is literally like all he's like you said all at the same time that sounds suspicious i'm gonna make an inquiry and then we cut to riverdale where uh hiram is talking with veronica uh arguing about her relationship with reggie he's basically like I just wanted to know if you're spending time with the young lad. I don't think he does any- I'm sorry, what relationship? Didn't she harass him into quitting earlier today by making fun of his wound service job? As far as we know, their relationship has gone. I think that's it. Um, Okay. He's like, he does nothing. He smells like donuts. Why the fuck do you like him? (laughs) Does he say that? He does say he smells like donuts. Um, How would he and, know that? I mean, he's looking out the window at Reggie, who's just sitting on their deck or like bat- patio what? while they discuss him. Yeah, what? So it's at the lodge household. <laughs> it's at the lodge household. They're like in Hiram's <laughs> office or something. And then Why while he says, and he smells like donuts, he like pulls the curtain aside and looks out on Reggie, <laughs> who's like in a lawn chair <laughs> on their patio, just like looking up at the sky. <laughs> it's very funny he's just like stargazing while they discuss him he's like don't be silly reggie's smart and fun i need some fun these days and i don't know what the fuck hiram's point in this whole discussion is because as far as we know his goal within this series is for veronica to be happy right like Mm -hmm. and to him 
that is found through Archie. Meanwhile, she's like, I have, I'm having fun. And he's like, ever since Archie left you, you've been so sad. And she's like, this has nothing to do with Archie. And he's like, don't, don't lie. You love Archie. And you're just throwing yourself at Reggie because like, dude, just let her like forget Archie. You hate Archie. Like, (laughs) he literally says, Does this make you feel better? I got Betty fired today. Are you happy now, Veronica? <laughs> Your best friend's fired. She's ruined. But no, She'll he literally never find says Archie, again. Archie doesn't care, Veronica. He chose Betty. And it's like, wow, what a cool thing to say to your daughter who's actually well, also, crying in front of you. And then Jesus, she's like, way to make it about wrong. Archie also. She's like, you're wrong about Reggie. He's not some consolation prize. I do love him. And then she like opens the patio as she says that. And Reggie's like, what? Oh. And then she runs to him and they hug and Hiram looks I love furious. him. Where did that come from? <laughs> Who fucking knows, dude? God damn this fucking comic. Okay. Oh, it's not over. There's like six pages left, my man. Jesus. Although these next two are nothing. Because these next two pages are just to remind you of the Nancy and Chuck plot line. Chuck oh God, goes to I the... did forget about that. Yep, yep, I know you did. Chuck goes to the library to get reference photos for the comic he's working on. It's literally just him being like, man, I'm excited, but I feel bad. I wish I could work on it with Nancy. And then... At the same library, Nancy is there, and she's like, I'm so excited to write for this comic, but I feel bad. I wish I could work on it with Chuck. And then they, like, pass each other, and they're like, I haven't told the other. Uh, And that's that. And then Ricky and Reg uh, are walking along the street and having, like, a walk and talk. And Ricky is basically worried about Reggie's relationship with Veronica. Um, This does seem to be a little bit more wholesome than the Hiram Veronica discussion, but it's still a little... Yeah. Basically, there does seem to be some kind of judgment from Ricky toward Reggie uh, because of... he's He says, like, there's a word for men who live off of women, Reggie. Like, because oh Reggie is letting himself getting taken care of by Veronica. Like, and he's, he's he, like, hey... Wait, where did all this come from? I have no fucking clue, my man. Maybe they've been laying down like, the seeds to this and we just <laughs> missed it because there's so much other bullshit going on. <laughs> yeah, but I guess. Weird. Reggie's basically trying to tell his dad, like, listen, dad, I don't have much in life. My life kind of sucks. This is fun and she's taking care of me. And then Ricky's like... Hey, man, you're deluding yourself if anyone can buy happiness. And Reggie's like, if this is a delusion, I'm happy to have it. And he's like, you know, you can do better than this. And he's like, you know, I don't know if I can, Dad. I I don't know if I can do better than this. The world's kind of shown me that I've already seen how much money she has. Yeah, yeah. And to his point, he's like, it's like everyone's showing me that I've already seen my best days when I was in high school and a football hero. And now I'm just kind of nobody and he's just like ricky's like yeah so stop the slide into obscurity come work for me at the paper and he's like nah dad i gotta go play tennis with veronica and oh my god <laughs> he's like hey come on man this you're making a mistake this isn't love and he's like yeah well whatever you call it it'll do me fine so very clearly they're both just like I don't know, doing a comfort thing more than what's actually good for them. Which, hey, I don't know, man. Which, like, seems There's fine, I don't un- know. Yeah, there have been more unhealthy relationships within this comic alone. Yeah, so. like Midge and Jughead. 
Very unhealthy. Uh, yeah, so I don't know what the fuck this whole scene is, because it's literally just Hiram in his office talking about how pleased he is that he's fucking up the Andrews's life while he watches Reggie get into Veronica's car and they zoom off. Meanwhile, Midge walks into the, uh, into Pops and is like, or Jughead's like, yo, where you been? We're swamped. It's the lunch rush. And she's like, sorry, I've been pretty swamped myself. I need to talk to you. I don't know if I can marry you because I need to marry for love. It just doesn't seem like a good idea. She's like, I can only marry for love. And he's like, is that what's bugging you? Come on, Midge. You think I'd marry you for money? What kind of guy do you think I am? You, you mean, do I really got to say it? Now grab an apron. It's the breakfast rush, honey. It's like, no, what? That, you can't. Fuck off. No, you can't just be like, uh, of course I love you. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I've loved you this whole time. I just don't show it with words or actions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's Honey. just like, also, fucking earlier today, you, you, Jughead, said it's a business decision. <laughs> like... <laughs> I fucking hated this scene. Cause, like, Clearly that's all it takes for Midge, though. And then fucking Jughead walks behind the counter and says to Pop, Women, jeez, wants to know if I love her. Sheesh, she think I proposed to everyone? <laughs> like, Jughead, you are so- Come Fuck on, off. man, you can't do that. This is not the Jughead I know, who is very self-aware of his women-hating tendencies. <laughs> like, uh. And asexual. And asexual. Uh, at this point, Pop looks so sad, um, and he's like, so Jughead, you know that mystery buyer, I forgot, who is bidding on the chocolate shop? <laughs> well, they called and made an offer he can't refuse, and he has seven days to answer, and he's like, I'll still sell to you, Jughead, if you can raise the money in time. And that's it for this issue. Okay. It's just kind of like a... a <laughs> There's not much. It's just kind of a flat <laughs> note that it ends on. There's not much. So now is the yeah. mystery buyer Fred Mirth? Is that? Oh Jesus Christ! Maybe <laughs> I don't know, man. Who the? I I feel like he disappeared after that first issue where Ethel was yeah. like, "I'll throw your ring so fast it gives you a mohawk or whatever." It's <laughs> <laughs> a good line. <laughs> Throw it back to you to give you a mohawk haircut or whatever the fuck she says. I hate that uh, so much. So there you have it. Uh, that's <laughs> some bullshit, married huh? life. Archie marries Betty, number four. Uh, go get, catch the fever, catch the rush. It's in stores. <laughs> it is not in stores now. Yeah. I mean, you can buy it at comic book stores. You can buy it, yeah. I think. I've never <laughs> seen this in, in a comic now. book store, actually. I have. So... You yes. brought up crossovers today. I did, yeah. And I'm bringing with us, I'm bringing oh to the table today a crossover that I've been aware of and I read recently for the first time. <laughs> and the horror and amazement of this comic. Okay. It's going to be a two-part series, so we're going to start this week, Ooh. wrap up next week, because this is a four-issue run. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and it is jam-packed. It you was jam-packed, you know, okay. Jam-packed. Do you know what we have in store today? I have no idea. It's Archie meets Kiss. Oh my god. Holy shit. Have you read All this right. one? I have not read this one. I okay, have no idea so what this is going to be like. It's so much more fucking wild than I thought it would be. <laughs> 
Jesus. Okay. First off, I just need to say for anyone who doesn't know, because I learned this like a month ago, <laughs> KISS stands for Knights in Satan's Service, which is so much more rad than just KISS. Yeah. So, and for, for other people who may not know who KISS is. Oh, good. Yeah. They're actually. a metal band from what? The 90s? 80s? 80s, it's like glam metal, too, specifically. Glam rock metal. I think. Yeah. 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 Very theatric. <laughs> if you've seen the dudes yeah. with the faces, you probably know who Kiss is. Yeah, you've probably heard of them. Our uncles were really into them, so... Really into them? <laughs> we were I remember watching a lot the of Kiss, Kiss movies merch. where Gene Simmons is like a monster. <laughs> like, <laughs> knocks down walls and shit. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, that energy is here for sure. Hell yeah. I'm so excited. So, this is uh, also guest starring Sabrina the Teenage Witch. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that does make sense, though. So, I'll just get right into it. We start in media mm -hmm. res, and um, it's <laughs> literally kisses running around, and the gang is like, who are those guys? Did you see their outfits? And Sabrina is in the foreground like, you're probably you're wondering how Riverdale? things got here. Oh, okay, yes. I see. It's a record yeah. scratch. <laughs> Literally. And Sabrina then tells us, uh, it all started at a meeting of the Riverdale Monster Society. My favorite Riverdale Society. The gang, uh, Archie, Betty, Veronica, Jughead, Reggie, Dilton, and Sabrina. Like most societies in, in Riverdale, it's just these house. teens. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. All right. And they're like, Riverdale needs a protection spell. And then they're like, what's a protection <laughs> what? spell? I don't understand. And then they make some bad jokes. And Sabrina's like, I need you to help me cast it. Okay. Uh, how about you, Betty, Archie, Jughead, and Dilton? And Veronica's like, what about us? And she's like, you and Reggie missed the past few meetings. You can't help. What the this is so yeah. much just like just taking us to, wanting us to just take it for granted. Just like, like yeah, what yeah, the yeah, fuck? yeah. They're just like it's just when they're just like trying to rush you through an area so you don't see too yeah. much. They're like, don't no, 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 hand waving it away. Yeah. So Veronica and Reggie are like, well, your group is stupid and we hate it, and they like storm out. That's why we're in uh, the anti-monster group. It's like, what? Yeah. So. Veronica's like, we're going to cast our own spell. Fuck them. Oh, wow. They, um, okay. <laughs> yeah. I was joking. Betty's but... like, boy, I hope they weren't too upset. And Archie's like, it's fine. What bad thing could possibly happen? Jesus Christ, Archie. How and many times have to... you said that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> should know, should know we, by now. This also is like the weirdest treehouse ever. It's huge and it has like glass in the windows and <laughs> curtains, but no furniture. Like, it's just, Jughead's sitting on a beanbag. And everyone else is just sitting on their knees uncomfortably on the floor. A beanbag would be the hardest thing to get up a tree, by the way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway. uh, also, Sabrina's got magic, so I don't know, dude. Oh, yeah! <laughs> Maybe she made the treehouse. Or... Yeah. She's like, I don't yeah, need chairs because anyway. I'm a witch. I won't put any chairs here. <laughs> yeah, so... which is famous for not sitting. <laughs> Yeah, we cut to Veronica in her daddy's library, where she finds a spell book. Ah, uh, yes, fucking course. her dad famously collects them. Uh, I we get wouldn't a fun be surprised. Though. Goof. <laughs> yeah, Reggie's like, "What is it? A grooming guide? What, Reggie? 
What? No. What, what are you talking is that about? A, is that a joke? What the fuck? <laughs> I guess. And then Veronica's like, <laughs> now what was she trying to cast? Protection spell? Or was it projection? What, Veronica? <laughs> Come on. Jesus Christ, Veronica. Come on. That so is, in short. That's just like being mean to the character of Veronica right there. Yeah. And in this next panel, she's got wavy hair, which is weird. Um, what? Oh. Yeah. Maybe the magic did it to her or something. I guess. So they climb the tree and sit outside while Sabrina and the gang are casting the spell. And okay. they're like, we're going to cast our own spell. Uh-huh. Uh, Sabrina's like in her schoolgirl uniform also, which is like, what is happening here? Um, <laughs> she goes to a different, like what, uh, fucking Greendale prep or whatever? <sighs> yeah, I guess. She's like, all I right, guess. guys. Any mistakes could alter the entire spell. Uh, once I cast it, we should be safe from any monster problems on Halloween. This is literally the plot of Spider-Man No Way Home. <laughs> <laughs> so she starts casting the spell. She's saying magic-y words. Veronica's yeah. like, she's doing it wrong. Reggie's like, no, wait, she's casting protection, not... And then Veronica leaps in through the window, saying some what words. The f- wait, what? Yeah. Oh Jesus. Through the glass <laughs> window? Like, so, yeah, I don't know. It's just open now. It was clearly <laughs> glass before, though. Yeah. Sabrina's like, no, you re- you've reversed the spell. Veronica says she fixed her mistake. Jesus Christ, Veronica. And they're like, no, it was a protection spell, not a projection spell. And then lightning strikes the treehouse. Oh, so they're all dead. No, there are four monsters now standing in the treehouse. Oh? We have a wolfman wearing a leather jacket. Okay. Uh, A mummy. Uh-huh. With a flower in her hair. What? A guy that's clearly like an Edward Cullen thing. He's like a emo oh, yeah, vampire. Yeah, yeah. And then this guy just looks like Dilton as a Frankenstein, but he's got little shorts on instead of pants. <laughs> <laughs> I love boy Frankenstein. We're saying so. The Wolfman is like cool, and then the uh, the. Mummy, whose characterization is just bimbo, says, My bandages are, like, totally torn. <laughs> uh, what? It's just melody, I guess? I guess. Yeah. Vampire says, Everything makes me sad. <laughs> and then the Frankenstein accurate. says, This is ideal. What? Why? The gang are all like, What? And yeah. then they so did they leave. appear or get transformed into that? Is it they appear? So they appear. Okay, so Dilton yeah. is still there. No, it, he just looks like Dilton. He's okay, he's just a doppelganger. Um, we see them climbing down out of the treehouse. These monsters. The mummy is saying uh-huh. it's going to be um totally cool to uh. And because she's too dumb to say a sentence, the Frankenstein cool. finishes and says. They're going to drain the place of any personality. It will be permanently uh, lame and boring. Does it? Oh, that's a pretty chill monster, <laughs> all things considered. <laughs> yeah. They could have finished that with drain it of all life, but... <laughs> no, nope, yeah, they're just going to make it boring. Yeah, so it'll nothing will change? Hell! Yeah, I guess so. So, Betty's like, I hope you're happy, Veronica. Veronica's like, they're not monsters, they're just fucking nerds. <laughs> Reggie's like, yeah, they're probably biding time between renaissance fairs. <laughs> like, Whoa, oh, I love it. <laughs> fucking savage, dude. Get their ass. Sabrina's like, 
I don't know what that was. They're definitely not from around here. And Dilton's like, yeah, it's probably some kind of wormhole. And then Kiss appears. <laughs> yeah, sure, Dilton. Dilton's just like, oh, yeah. Well, okay, so Kiss <laughs> is just there now. Yeah, and we see them in silhouette. Jughead's <laughs> like, oh, my God. And then we see Kiss is sort of introducing themselves. They're like, we've been summoned, Star Child. <laughs> uh, Star Child like, in this situation. <laughs> no, no, he's Kiss. One of them is called Star Child. They have oh, their I name see. to remember. Oh, they're going to introduce themselves in a minute. I, okay, good. They're like, looks like they're on the loose again. Sabrina's like, who's on the loose? And they're like, didn't you summon them? Which? And they're like, it okay, was an so accident. They know. Mm-hmm. Uh. Archie's like, who are you? And he's like, I'm Demon. This is Star Child. That's Spaceman and Catman. We're Kiss. No time for pleasantries. Right. Uh, they... Betty says, how rude. And then he breathes fire and he's like, fuck off. And then they leave. Did Kiss know how goofy those names would sound? Is that the <laughs> point? Are they supposed to sound that goofy? That's the thing I, I don't never know got what about Kiss's Kiss. deal is. <laughs> I really don't, I don't understand know about it. Kiss. I like that D- uh, Gene Simmons just breathes fire, though. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> They leave, and <laughs> Jughead's like, well, they're fucking weird, and Veronica's like, I don't know, they seem kind of cool. Okay, Veronica. Yeah. So, they're Did like, what's happening? Did not strike me as the type to be in the kiss, Veronica. <laughs> I know, right? Archie follows them, and he's like, wait up, how are you gonna stop them? And they're like, the only way we know how. With rock. And then they have like a pose scene where they all hold their guitars and he sticks his tongue out. Oh, good. Yeah. And then they're like, they're going to make everything boring. Reggie's like, it's already boring. Um, (laughs) Cool. While they're talking about that, Kiss leaves again. Good. Yeah. (laughs) And then (laughs) Sabrina's like, we have to help Kiss stop those monsters. And Veronica's like, or at least help with their outfits. You just said they were cool, Veronica. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) I mean, maybe it's like the people are cool, but the the outfits are lame. Maybe. Um, Although I still wouldn't say that about Kiss. No, I wouldn't either. No. So, so wait, hang on. It was They decide Star to Child. all split up and go home, and they'll meet up again in yeah. the morning after they oh, do some God. research. <laughs> I'm not sure what research they're expecting to do. I feel like they could have just left that part out, and we would just assume that's what they do. No, I guess they don't actually split up. Oh, okay. Because Veronica's like, Smithers can drop you off, Betty, and then we see... Jughead, Dilton, and Reggie leaving, so Archie and Sabrina walk together for a while. Okay. Uh, Archie's like, you couldn't have known Ronnie was gonna burst in like that. And Sabrina's like, I know, but my aunts are gonna be mad at me. And then they're like, oh my god, something's <laughs> approaching us. How frightening! But it's just Josie. Oh. They're like, huh, oh. Josie? What? We thought you were a monster. And she just walks right past without even saying a word. No, she's got no personality now. Boringly, I guess. Boringly. Like a boring person <laughs> does. <laughs> yeah, they're like, that was weird. <laughs> and then That's what everyone at my up. work says when I don't say hi. They're like, Ezra's so boring. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> They split up. Immediately, Sabrina is grabbed by a bunch of shadowy figures as Archie walks away, totally oblivious. So Archie gets home, where the phone is already ringing. It's Betty, and she says, have you been outside? It's terrible. Stay safe inside. They've got everyone. It's so boring outside. And then he looks out the window, and everybody's just a fucking zombie. Like, <laughs> like their eyes are like white Whoa. triangles. 
Whoa, and, wait, what? Like, a bunch of them have, like, their tongues sticking out, which is not what we talked about before, guys. No. I, that makes it uh, sound like Kiss has infected them. <laughs> yeah, it's just, just Cheryl has her tongue sticking out. Most people are just like, uh, oh, their mouths That does open. sound like Cheryl, actually. That's yeah. still too much personality, though, if they're supposed to be boring demons. So now we cut to, uh, this is gonna be part two of four. So I'm okay. gonna skip the recap, but we do <laughs> see that Sabrina is locked in a cage. Whoa. And was they're that, talking about- Did that happen last issue or is this just- we're just No, because in... they captured her last oh, issue. Right. So we open on her in the cage and she's like, bet you're wondering how I got here. And then she <laughs> recaps everything. Okay, cool. And then the monsters are talking about how uh, once they drain the place of all its fun, they can stay forever. Oh, uh, I see. So Vampire guy is like, the idea of eternity is so deep. They don't have to feed off of fun. They just can't live in it? It's unclear, uh, because yeah. later they talk about selling fun to other people. What the fuck? Is this Monsters, Inc.? <laughs> I don't know. So then the Wolfman is like, it's so boring. I want to get on my bike and ride. <laughs> what? All right. Frankenstein is like, keep your shit together, guys. I like how Frankenstein's the leader. Yeah, he has a special amulet on, too. And oh. he's like... <laughs> Don't worry, that's important. Barry in the lead on that, his magic (laughs) amulet. (laughs) He's like, we gotta be careful, though. They're not, we're not the only ones that came through that portal. And they're like, do you mean Kiss? And there's a panel where they all say the name Kiss in the Kiss, like, logo really big. Oh, good, yeah. They're They're like, if they join forces with those kids, our plan is ruined. We're done for. Yeah, exactly. And then this dumb Kisses bimbo... every teen's worst enemy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this dumb bimbo money, bimbo. mummy is like, we have to, like, totally get those losers in one place before it's uh, too late. And then the vampire just says, your brain makes me sad. That's not a bad point, though. Like, that is a valid point. But she said, uh, and like oh totally, God. so she's dumb. That's just sexism is what that is. <laughs> Fucking sexist-ass vampire. Uh-huh. Sabrina's like, I have to warn the others. Maybe Salem can help. We oh, cut yeah. to the, the others all meeting. And they're at this treehouse, right? They're, like, standing at the base of the treehouse, which is presumably in someone's yard, and a bunch of zombies uh-huh. are just wandering around, like, oh, the what yard? The fuck? I don't There's... know. Yeah. It's like The so... Walking Dead, how they just, like, end up places you wouldn't expect, you know? That's well, yeah, part of I the terror so. of the zombies, is they're always where you don't expect them, yeah. So they're standing there amongst the zombies, like, how'd you sleep last night? Oh, I didn't sleep very well. I slept <laughs> great. How about you? Archie's uh-huh, like, uh-huh. we saw Josie, and she seemed weird. And Betty was like, she was probably a zombie, like, fucking every other zombie. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, oh, right. Anyways, where's Sabrina? Yeah, I forgot about that whole thing. Uh, then Salem is there rubbing against her. Or, sorry, rubbing against Archie. Oh, okay. They're like, oh, like... Sabrina's cat, Salem. Yeah. He tries to get their attention so they'll follow him. Betty's like, hey, maybe we should follow him. And then Archie's like, no, let's not. We have to find Sabrina. And then they don't. Oh, good. So they're like, Just we got gotta more find important Kiss. shit to do, I guess. Yeah, and then Kiss appears. Good, good. Archie says, having a little trouble. And they say, we don't have trouble, whelp. What? And then Whoa. they say that they stand out too much and they have to dress incognito. And then suddenly the zombies are approaching them. So it's like, did you not? They've been here this whole time. 
Are they now aggressive? I don't understand how these zombies work. I don't. Maybe so they they're go to drawn pops. to kiss because they're so fucking cool and rad. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Pop Tate is like, uh, you brought some friends, I see. Clearly he's afraid of kiss. Because he's an old man. There's a and joke <laughs> about how Jughead's a monster. They all eat a nice lunch together, I guess. It's just a wholesome lunch scene. <laughs> yeah, Veronica makes fun of their clothes. And then <laughs> all right, Veronica, you're really hot and cold on these guys, huh? Just <laughs> yeah, negging they kiss. Explain that Maybe one that's of them it. has She's the negging them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she they explain too that unapproachable. So they can't defeat the monsters because they have the dynasty amulet, which gives them control over weak-brained teens. That seems mean. I and guess. Then, the- they realize that the monster, the zombies have blocked the door with their bodies somehow. And they're like, it's fine. We know a shortcut. And so then we just cut to them at the treehouse. What the fuck? All right. They did not want to write a plot for this story. <laughs> nope. Then they, they go into just, the like, treehouse. there and it's monster squad. I don't fucking know. <laughs> they go to the treehouse. <laughs> like they climb up into it. And there's a bunch of people there. And they're <laughs> yeah. like, oh, shit. Just kiss. What the f- All right. And then Kiss yeah, is like, no, oh, don't please. worry. They're just our fans. And then they sign a bunch of CDs for these people who then leave. And then they go ahead and sit down on the floor to figure out how to find Sabrina. What the fuck is this? So did their fans follow them through the portal? Because apparently they yeah, exist in so. another dimension. And, did the and they fa- have CDs in that dimension. <laughs> it's just this. It's just our real human world is the thing. Yeah. <laughs> So oh my they're God. like, they're like, we gotta find Sabrina, but first Kiss needs to look normal. So Veronica's like, I'll put them in disguises. She just changes their clothes, and they have the Kiss makeup and hair still. And the hair, yeah, of course. So There's Kitty Man and Demon Boy or whatever Star the Starchild has they're just wearing like polo on. t-shirts or something. Yeah, very. One good. of them is wearing like a purple suit. One of them is dressed what? like Archie. One of them is I'm dressed like Jughead. And then one of them has like an S t-shirt on. I'm sorry, do they need to be that incognito? Because the whole town is zombies. Like, Also, they still look like Kiss. I don't understand. They I don't understand why. They, yeah. I mean, clearly they don't need to be incognito. Veronica just thought their outfits sucked, probably. Yeah, but she dressed one of them like Jughead. I don't understand. Clearly. So they walk into the school, and Miss Beasley and Flute Snoot are like, <laughs> are like, I don't understand what the teens are wearing today. Yeah, because fucking is like, Gene Simmons looks like a teen. <laughs> yeah, right. This <laughs> 60-year-old man. <laughs> and then Kiss is like, they're here. We have to power up. And they like all suddenly have <laughs> instruments, and they're glowing. And then the monsters show up, and they're like, just all have superpowers and are fighting with superpowers now. How is this a four-part series? <laughs> they're just flying around, uh, using some kind of arm beams. What? Fighting like Iron instruments. Man? Wow, okay, cool. And then they're like, we can't hold them off for long. Find your friend, the witch. She'll know what to do. Are they just beating these teens? Like, with their instruments? The monsters? Yeah, like, they're just, like, hitting, They're fighting the monsters, teams. yeah. Yeah, alright. So, okay. they go look for Sabrina. She's mm-hmm. locked in an abandoned warehouse, which is where we cut to. She's, like, in okay. this little weird cell cage, 
She's like, I can't get out. Salem appears uh-huh. and gets her out. Because her magic is broken in the cage. Yeah, she's like, I gotta find the others. And he's like, yeah, they're dumb idiots. They probably can't handle this shit. <laughs> Fucking get their asses. Yeah, she's like, how do we stop the monsters? And he's like, you don't know? And she's like, no, do you? And then we cut to um, Betty, Jughead, and Dilton, mm-hmm. who are just wandering around the woods looking for Sabrina, I guess. <laughs> Uh-oh. A bunch of zombies roll up out of nowhere. Ugh, and they're like, Dilton's like, you've got any tricks up your sleeve. Now's the time. And then Jughead says, wait, it can't be. And they're like, oh no, we're doomed. They've got what? Archie. What? And we so close Archie's a boring zombie now? Issue two on Archie as a zombie. Oh, fuck. All right. And that's they, where we'll the end best of for us today. Is dead. Now uh, that the best of us have fallen. What a fucking cliffhanger. Yeah. What do we do now? Oh, it's like in Doctor shit. Who. If the doctor died within the first episode, you're like, well, fuck, I don't know what this is going to do now. I don't know. Meg, you might as well just end it, Megan. I don't see how we can the get out podcast, of The whole podcast, yeah. We're done now. I literally don't see how there can be two more issues <laughs> worth of content, though. Like, I don't I was, know how they made one. Yeah, I was... every. It just feels like... <laughs> Every time they need to think of like an explanation for something, they just don't, and they just cut. <laughs> yeah, I, I love it. All right, it's well, very good. This is a uh, this has been an absolute blast, and it is a perfect time for us to start wrapping up. So before we get into our admin, uh, we can do our recommendations for things that you should read apart from all of these comics we've talked about, or uh, do or do watch. Ha- or do or what? Yes, exactly. Uh, do you have anything off the bat? Because I've got mine ready. I do. So all right, do you want to go first? Start yeah. Then. I wanted to have some fun, relaxing night the other night. So Maddie and I put on X Files. Oh hell which yes! We recently finished our rewatch of Twin Peaks with our friends online, and watching X Files. It's from 1993, you know, a few years after the first season of Twin Peaks. And right. you can just see those threads of continuity. I I'm love sure. it. Um, and of course, the, you know, casting is so good and fun. And it's so fucking 90s. Jillian it's Anderson very much got to oh. be one of the most beautiful women. <laughs> and her terrible 90s suits that she always has that are also great and giant. Yes. And like beige. Her and they hair. both have those tiny little glasses, like the wireframe yes. glasses. Oh, I forgot those little baby glasses she wears. Yeah. Oh, very like the good first shit. episode, she's like, she reminds oh, me look of at my the butt. therapist in. <laughs> she reminds me of the therapist in Sopranos, like absolute class. And yeah. it's such a. Yeah. No, I fucking it's love X Files. That's a. I can. That. That intro still gives me, like, the heebie-jeebies. Like, that music yeah. still spooks me out. I remember watching that when it's I was a kid. It's so and good. It scared the fuck out of me, <laughs> like, just watching the intro. Okay. Uh, I am going to recommend... Let me see if I can get the year on it, but uh, the film Hard Boiled. Um, if you haven't heard of this film, I highly recommend it. You've definitely heard of... Uh, other films by the same director, because the director is none other than fucking John Woo, uh, who directed Face Off, one of my favorite uh-uh. movies of all time. Yes, a classic. Yeah, Hard Boiled is a insanely good Hong Kong action movie. It's 
from 1992, it's really before John Woo made it big in the West. So he was like known as like this fucking balls to the wall action director in Hong Kong. If you've seen Hong Kong cinema, you know it's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, it's awesome. It's got Chow Yun Fat as like this undercover cop who starts working. Or no, he's this hard-nosed detective out for vengeance because his partner gets killed. And then he starts working with like this, not an undercover cop, but just a guy who's like deep undercover with the triads. The action is insanely good. Like the scenes are so well choreographed. It's got some of the craziest, wildest gunfights. All the characters are super fun and engaging and interesting. And the finale is fucking intense. I, I've started watching all these movies at work uh, on my breaks, and it's so much fun. There's this very intense scene. And if you look at the poster, uh, you see he's holding a baby and a shotgun which is probably one of the best posters ever. And that is true to the movie, a very intense scene where he's got a baby. Very good. That sounds it's amazing. Very good. It's all on YouTube. Um, if you can find Hell a way yeah. to buy it so that John Woo gets some cash, obviously, but if you can't, feel free. It's on YouTube. Fucking rips. So yeah, nice. hard-boiled. And with that, I think we can start doing our admin. So, as always, you can find us various places around the internet, but the best place to find everything we do is going to be our website, RiverdaleHighAV.club. That has links to our Instagram, links to our Twitter, and it's got our email address on there. Also, it will take you to our Podchaser, our Patreon, and it has every episode we have ever released. Uh, so, if you want to recommend it to a friend, that is the best place to point them. Uh, please do that, by the way. We always appreciate it. Always helps us grow. And it's just really cool to know that we have people who like the show enough to recommend it. If you can leave us a review on Podchaser, Apple Podcasts, or your podcatcher of choice, that would be awesome because that is also a great way for us to get seen, get visibility. Um, and if you love this show, there's no better way to help it than by helping it grow. All right. Uh, one final thing before we fully wrap up this episode is we wanted to thank our newest patron on Patreon. Yay! It is so exciting. So big thank you to Adam for thank becoming you so much. a patron. Yeah, no, so exciting. Uh, now it's someone who's not related to us, which is a very Yay. cool milestone. So thank you very much, Adam. We appreciate it very much. And we'll work on that bonus content. Yes, so without further ado, this has been the Riverdale High AV Club. I have been Ezra. And I've been Megan. And we will see you at the chocolate shop. Bye! And so he's, like, <laughs> routinely described in the books as having a physique like a condom stuffed with walnuts. I'm sorry? Yeah. <laughs>